Hi, this is Relatively Asian Podcast. I'm Teresa. And I'm Minnie. And this is episode 12 of our podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been so long and we are so happy and ready to be back. We hope that everyone had a great summer and is enjoying the fall weather so far. Yeah, so sorry for not posting during the summer like we said we would, but we'll update. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we said we'd post maybe one episode, but, you know, got kind of busy. Um, So we'll be updating you guys on all that's been happening these past couple months, starting with our very own Teresa getting COVID and getting married. Oh, wow. Which one happened first? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Um, Well, I got COVID first. Yeah. As our title so clearly States. Um, I got COVID after going on my bachelorette, which mm-hmm. Minnie was there and, I part was. Of and played a huge part in planning. So great mm-hmm. job, Minnie. Thank you so much. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't have planned for me not to get COVID. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that was just that's meant a to personal be. problem. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a J&J problem. Yeah, that is so a J&J problem. Uh, rewinding on that, um, we went to Tulum, Mexico mm-hmm. for my bachelorette in July. Fun time. My now husband was also there and like his all his like guy friends were there so it was like a group of 20 of us yeah 20 20 people 20 of us big group Uh, we were there just for like a long weekend and because of like current travel restrictions we had to get tested at the airport or just tested and show a negative yeah within 72 hours Mm -hmm. of our flight yeah you had to show a negative um rapid test rapid test yeah didn't have to be a PCR test, but like mm-hmm. a rapid test to come back to the US. So we, the girls all did that at the airport, like right before a flight. And like, I had tested negative mm-hmm. at that point. Um, and keep in mind at this point, I was vaccinated. Every, yeah. All 20 of us were vaccinated. Yeah. Disclaimer, we're all vaccinated. Yeah. So we were all vaccinated. Yeah. And we think you should get vaccinated. Yeah. So we're pro vaccine. We're pro vaccine people. <laughs> so pro. Do you have um, a problem with that? Um, and in hindsight, I was the only one who had received the J&J one dose vaccination, mm-hmm. which I don't know what the odds of that were. But That's I pretty guess, crazy, honestly. Yeah. Out of like 20 people. 20, yeah. And thankfully, I was the only one who had that vaccine yeah. because... I was also the only one who ended up getting COVID um, from that trip. Yeah. So basically, we all tested negative. Obviously, we were all able to come back quickly um, or like without a hitch. And then I guess now in hindsight, I'm like, oh, I guess I was sick that week. <laughs> I mean, you had it been. I still remember the timeline, actually, because I remember we yeah. flew back on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Fell then Monday night, late night. Yeah, late night, which means we got tested on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesday is when I saw you. Yes. And like... Fun story. <laughs> On Wednesday, when I saw Teresa, she was like, oh, I feel a little bit sick. And I was like, oh, well, my God. At that point, I was just coughing, right? Yeah, you, you had like a cough. Yeah. Or I you thought you cough. had a cold or something. Yeah, I thought I was just honestly, I thought at that point, I thought I was just recovering from traveling. Yeah. Because like. I mean, it was tiring. Yeah, it was yeah. tiring. It was like another country in like four days, like, you know, in four mm-hmm. days and like as the bride, you're just like, kind of like, I was like on my toes, like, you know, yeah. um, just like adrenaline. So then yeah. I just thought I was like recovering from vacation. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I thought too, which is why, like, obviously I made a comment. I was like, oh my God, do you have COVID? Yeah, I was legit coughing <laughs> on Minnie. <laughs> and Teresa literally, literally coughed in my face at Minnie, on Minnie. <laughs> and laughed at me. And then we were like, Haha, yeah. And like no we, way. and like another friend of ours, like, yeah, shared a car. 
Yeah, we or shared like, a car. Yeah, we were like in an intimate enclosed yeah. space and like outside as well. Yep. So yeah. that was like two days after we came back. And yeah. th- at that point, again, I was just feeling like tired, like kind of exhausted and like coughing a little bit. A but that's bit. it. Yeah, I did, yeah, I don't. I don't think I had. A, I don't think I had a fever, but I didn't. I don't know for sure. I mean, you looked fine. Yeah. Like, you didn't look sick at yeah, all. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. that was still pretty early, and I do yeah. distinctly remember. So that was Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday. I remember like popping the Dayquil. Yeah. Or Nyquil. Well, Thursday I saw you again. For. I saw you with another friend, oh. and then we shared food. Oh wow! <laughs> like I was the most affected by this. <laughs> Well, you There's weren't a, affected. By oh, it. I wasn't affected, but I was <laughs> but scared for been. my life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. We literally okay. shared food together. Yeah, and which... I definitely had COVID then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, I had like, so in my experience, like coughing came first, feeling a little bit just like headache. Um, but were you tired first or that was after? I, yeah, I was tired. Exhausted. Okay. Yeah. I was like tired, headache, coughing. And then Thursday, Friday, I think I felt my whole body, I felt yeah, just like exhausted. And like I took mm-hmm. Dayquil and Nyquil because like I just felt like I was sick, you know, mm-hmm. like I had like a cold or something. Yeah. Um, by Saturday, I didn't feel like sick, sick anymore mm-hmm. um, because at that point I had like gone into the city to see a couple people yeah. who weren't on the trip. And fortunately, yeah. and, I, and like neither of them, I had spent extended over an hour with each of those people, mm. like a mix of indoor, outdoor space, like mm-hmm. in close proximity, like both of our masks off. They were both vaccinated um, and thankfully like neither of them got it from me. But Saturday Mm -hmm. is when I ended up just like stopping by an urgent care to get like rapid testing, not even PCR. And yeah, like I tested positive and they called me like within five minutes of me like leaving. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like immediate. What was the process that they took like once they found out you're positive? So I got a call right away and he was like, oh, um, you tested positive. And then I think he was just like, go home. (laughs) Oh, that's it? Yeah, on the phone. And they were like, oh, go home, rest or like, yeah, that's it. And then at that point, since I was still so close to the physical building, I remember going back just Mm -hmm. to like chat with the doctor there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, and and then that's when he told you to go home? Yeah, he said to just go home. And he said something like quarantining for like, 10 days since like symptom onset Mm -hmm. and then my friend that I was with at that point he was like it doesn't make sense for you to get tested again like immediately because Mm -hmm. it's too soon type thing yeah um so um yeah at that point I just went home and then tracked back to the day when I started feeling symptoms which I think I tracked as like Wednesday or something Mm -hmm. and then yeah just like from that point quarantined so what made you decide to get tested on Saturday Um, so the friend that I was with had gotten tested herself, actually, I think that day or a couple days prior because she wasn't like feeling well, or there was like a cold going around, um, her coworkers. So she got tested Mm. like just in case. Um, and I think that just like planted the seed in my mind of like, Oh, like maybe I should just get tested just to see. Mm -hmm. And because like I had been feeling under the weather that week. And like in my mind, because I had just received a negative test on the Monday, like in my mind, it wasn't COVID. Yeah. Um, but that because yeah. I was feeling under the weather and like at this point, um, like we're past the whole like waiting in, in line for three hours to get like, to yeah. put your name down to get that rapid tested. Rough. Like yeah. it's so easy now to get like a rapid test at any urgent care and they'll let you know your results in like 15 minutes. So mm-hmm. yeah, we were in the city and it was, there was one like really like next door almost. So I just swung by and I got it. I was oh. tested. That was why. I was like on a whim. 
Oh, wow. It was truly on a whim. Okay. I thought um, you did it because like you felt more symptoms no, or like whatever. But like, again, it's kind of like, not like placebo effect, but kind of like if you don't mm-hmm. think you have something then, and also like I had, I haven't had COVID before. Right. So yeah. there were, there weren't any clear symptoms at that point that signaled to me that like, oh, I have COVID. Yeah. However, <laughs> Later mm-hmm. that night or like especially Sunday, I think Saturday, like late night and Sunday, I completely lost taste. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And that was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. But at that point, scary. at that point yeah. I was quarantining. Mm-hmm. But I think that was the only like for me, like at least like COVID specific symptom that I yeah. was like, oh, I'm not just like I don't have just a cold. I'm not just like re- yeah. recouping from my travels. Like I can comp- I've never lost my taste before. Yeah. Like I definitely lost it. And how long did that last? Like when did you get your taste back? Um, so I think it was like Saturday, Sunday, I lost it by the following Wednesday, Thursday, I had it back or it was starting to come back. Oh, so it was only like a couple of days. Yeah. Three days, oh, three, four days. No. And then did you have a lingering cough? Cause I know a lot of people have that. I had the cough is what lasted the longest for me. Okay. Because, um, obviously after the whole quarantine period, I think a week or two after that, I went into the city, um, to see my team. And I remember at that point still, I had like a slight cough. Mm. yeah like very faint but still that dragged on like several weeks after okay yeah because yeah. i feel like even for like a normal cold or flu you're, the cough is always last mm-hmm. thing to go which is really scary yeah yeah it sucks because then know. people think that you're still sick but you're and like actually not yeah, yeah. Well, and especially in covid times oh yeah if you're I mean, coughing at like, all oh like, yeah terrifying. just like stay away from me yep. yeah well besides you getting covid you also got married i did two months later i got oh, married yeah. Oh yeah, two. I was like, wait, two months from well, now. like technically, yeah. it's only been like almost a month, but <laughs> yeah, um, you got married and married. you had a destination wedding. Yes, I did. Yeah, it was like basically it was domestic, but basically felt like a destination wedding because it was on an island off the coast of Washington mm-hmm. slash Seattle. But yeah, that was really fun. Um, yeah, that was like almost a month ago. Yeah, that's and so now crazy. I have a roommate. <laughs> you do. I hope it's <laughs> two roommates, well. a dog. <laughs> oh yeah. Which one's the better roommate, though? <laughs> well, leave that up for uh, guessing. <laughs> the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Marriage. Okay, so um, yeah. I guess since you got married yeah. and since oh, I was oh, also a bridesmaid yes. for Teresa's wedding. Yeah, Minnie killed it on the dance floor. Oh, the bride oh got no. dance. <laughs> we did, the and whole, we did a group dance. Mm-hmm, the whole bridal party and me and Dave, like we all did a dance too. Yeah, that was super fun. Yeah. Maybe you guys will get a peek of that. Yeah. Maybe not. Post that video. We don't know. We're not promising anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Teresa and I thought it would be, I don't know, good to talk about do's and don'ts and general advice being a bridesmaid and a bride. Mm Because you've also been a bridesmaid. Mm -hmm. And now you've been a bride. So yeah, to kick it off, we thought we would speed through some popular and common questions that people generally have about being, being in a wedding party and like being a bride as well. Um, the first question is, do the groomsmen and bridesmaids have to be an equal number? You go first. Uh, I mean, no. Do I want it to be an even number? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? I just feel like it's more for like photo aesthetics. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like if there's like a lot of people, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. I feel like the greater the number What's of the bridesmaid. Um, where you think it matters to have it, or I guess oh, where it doesn't matter anymore beyond. Yeah. 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 Beyond X amount. I feel like beyond six, it doesn't matter. Mm, Okay. Beyond six. Yeah. At six, but at six or less, Mm. I feel like it's more apparent because you also want five or six. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just from like previous conversations we we've had, you personally would want an even, ideally you would want an even amount of bridesmaids too. I do. Yeah. But now I'm like, "Mm, maybe that'll change. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. You don't care as much about 
Yeah, I think I was like a stickler for that. But then I was like, wait, why am I a stickler for this? Like, it doesn't really make any sense. I think it's more about like, oh, who do I want in that? Mm -hmm. And like how to... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that would be more important than like, oh, I have to have this set number. Right. You know? Yeah. Because I've had, yeah, I know people um, People like want the equal amount so that the, like they're in the center. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that was a, like, that's a common that reason, reason. Yeah. That yeah, was like, mine for too. The, yeah. The photos. But like I, I had seven and we, we haven't had all our photos back yet, but just from the ones that we've seen so far, like to me, I don't feel like. No, it looks good. Looking at them, I'm not like, oh, wow. Like it looks Like so you're not uneven. in the center. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. But I feel like it's almost because you had seven that like it doesn't look so like oh because it was beyond it the was six. beyond the six okay, yeah true. so it's like hard to like gauge because yeah. I had like a slightly bigger I guess party um, but yeah I I personally don't, I've seen weddings where there's been an un- uneven amount and I've never been to a wedding though where there was like a guy in the bridesmaids group do you know what I'm saying like where there's I, like yeah a gr- a groom's woman. Um, a woman? I don't know. I don't know. A bride's man? A bride's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you the terminology what is, okay. but you I've seen been? pictures of it. Okay. But oh, I yeah. haven't seen. I mean, yeah, I've seen pictures. But. Yeah. Of people like I, I know distantly. Oh, you, oh yeah, like, cool. But like, I don't, I'm not friends with them. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like that's definitely more rare. That's more, yeah. I, yeah. I don't, yeah, I've never seen that. Would you ever um, do that? Um, If it was like super desired, I feel like I would end up like, say, for example, like if Dave had wanted his like sister to mm-hmm. be in Dave, the bridal Dave party. Dave is her husband. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, maybe we have not mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, that's her husband. If I, would have, I think I would have just opted to ask her to be a bridesmaid. I would have been like, hey, Dave, is that okay? Yeah. Oh, like you had a sister? Yeah. Wait, sorry, what? No, I'm saying like if Dave wanted like his, per, for example, if Dave wanted his sister to be in the bridal party and like oh. would have asked her to be one of his Oh, okay, okay. woman, I guess. A grooms yeah. I think I might have just asked if like, oh, can I ask her to be a bridesmaid oh okay yes, I see instead, instead of unless he was like gonna ask her to be like his best man type thing that's oh, different. okay okay like so that's you the, would, you would actually, prefer to have the distinction yeah. of guys mm-hmm. and girls yes okay yeah i do sense. have a close friend though who was her guy friend's like best woman basically that is so fascinating yeah. mm-hmm. and it was a destination wedding and it was intimate so i doubt oh, the bridal wow. party was like big either oh wow yeah. so that's like very noticeable mm-hmm yeah. Okay, that's like super rare, I feel yep. like. And she helped plan a lot of it. Yeah, she was oh, like, wow. she just did all the wedding things like for her guy friend. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I think that it's better to just ask who you truly want to ask. And if it so happens to work out to be an even number, then great. Like, yeah, win-win. But I don't think it's worth asking someone or not asking someone just because you want it to be an equal number. And I think that's like where I've come to terms with. Yeah. 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 Like just like what the priority is. Yeah. But obviously, you know, in an ideal world. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, Next question is, should I include my future sister-in-law, future sister-in-law in in the wedding party? So that was, I guess, that example where I guess I would have asked Dave's, like, so Dave has a sister. I would have asked her if he was like really insistent that she like be a part of it. But my opinion is like, Again, it's just like up to the bride and groom themselves or like not even just the bride and groom, but like I think it would be up to me whether I would want to ask my like fiance's like sibling. Like I think the way I listen to this question is I don't personally think it's a requirement. No, it's not a requirement. It shouldn't be And I I don't think it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think it should be or at least my opinion is like I think you should do it because you genuinely want Want to to be in it. Yep. And not necessarily like, oh, because like I'm close or whatever, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like an honor to be in someone's bridal party. And if they want to do it, then that's like great. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, I think it would bug me if it was like, oh, you're forced to mm-hmm. just because just because of the fact that like that person's going to be your sister-in-law. Yeah. yeah. Next. Next. <laughs> she asked me, do I have to ask her? Ooh. 
Um, no is my initial response. I feel like that's, I don't know. It's tough because like also, yeah. you know, like with friends or close friends, you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously getting asked as someone's bridesmaid, like that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an honor, but at the end of the day, I think like you should be doing what's best for yourself and yeah. what like you, you know, like what friendships you want represented and like, not because like you feel obligated because no. someone just asked you. Right. So, I mean, short answer, obviously like, no, you should do whatever you want, but obviously like, you know, there, it's going to be hard. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, like depending on the circumstance, like, you know, I'm sure tough conversations will be had. Um, but yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I also like just like piggybacking off of what you just said. I think it's important to have that conversation. Yeah. Or definitely. if you feel, yeah. Right. Like if you feel yeah. like someone might be disappointed and you like not asking them or might have expected you to ask them, then just yeah. like giving them that heads up, mm-hmm. I think is better than like them finding else finding out oh, yeah. elsewhere or from like someone oh, else. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely having the hard conversation is like important, even if it's like hard. Yeah. Um, and I agree. I think, yeah, I, my answer would be no as well. Um, I personally didn't ask people based on who I thought would ask me back mm-hmm. per se. Like, you know, yeah. like it wasn't. And a lot of people do that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Oh yeah. Like I, yeah, that wasn't really. Like you just asked no. whoever was important <laughs> who I to wanted you. to ask. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't, yeah. yeah. I didn't really factor in like who asked me or who I think would ask me. Mm-hmm. Like not really. It was just like at that point in time, who yeah. did I want to ask? Yeah. And I think going through the wedding process, you just realize like that is only a point in time of your life, yeah. you know? And like things like leading up to that could have looked differently, you know, things even shortly after and beyond your wedding can look very different. Like relationships can look different. And all you can really speak to is like in that moment, like who do you want to ask based on the reasons that are important to you? And I know some people like value the history element. Some people want to choose like a person from each stage of their lives, like et cetera, you know, like, so for each person, like their require, you know, their requirements Mm -hmm. or qualifications are going to be different based on the person, but just like whatever it is that you care about, just like be true to that in that moment. Um, I totally agree. And don't do something out of obligation don't do something because you're scared how someone might respond. Yeah. Next question is, how do I choose my maid of honor? You can go first <laughs> since you had to do that recently. Yeah. Um, I chose, well, I guess, yeah, I can't speak to obviously anyone else's experience except for myself. Mm-hmm. I felt like very close to all of my like bridesmaids mm-hmm. and like, I don't know if you listen to our friendship episode. Yeah. <laughs> You'll know that like, I don't like consider like any one person per se. Like I don't call anyone like my best friend Mm -hmm. per se. So it's not necessarily like one of those things where like I have a very like clear best friend type thing. And like that person obviously would be the person I chose as my maid of honor. I like, I, yeah, like I have like really close friendship friendships with everyone that I had asked to be my bridesmaids. And, um, the person I ended up asking to be my bridesmaid is someone that I've been close with since college. You mean maid of honor, not bridesmaid. Oh, sorry. (laughs) to be made of honor yeah. um, is someone I've been close with since college. Um, and so I guess that that was kind of like the middle of like, I guess in terms of like the length of time with all of my bridesmaids, like some were from high school. She was my yeah. only one from college. And then like the others were from like post-college. Mm-hmm. So she was, yeah, like my one friend from college, um, kind of like of the whole group, like not part of any group. Like I just had like my one-on-one friendship with her. And um, I think in just in terms of like, how I envisioned my wedding process to be and um, like 
what I wanted to do with like my batch or like for the wedding itself, et cetera. Um, I knew that she would do like a good job um, of organizing it all, um, communicating it all. Like she would understand like where I'm coming from and like what I want. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like, I don't know if that answers the question in, enti- in entirety. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so it sounds like you didn't do it based on like, oh, who's my best friend? No. But it was just yeah. like, who was the right fit? It, it worked out. Yeah, who yeah. was like the, the right fit for the role? Um, yeah. And it just like worked out on like a number of aspects, including the fact that she wasn't part of like any like group, if that makes yeah. sense, of like friends either. Not mm-hmm. that any one of those things in itself would have been a priority. Yeah. Like I didn't like, right. Yeah. I didn't choose her just because she wasn't part of a group mm-hmm. um, or et cetera. But it was just like, in totality, all of like the different reasons just like made sense. And also she, I wouldn't say any of my bridesmaids were like already friends with my like husband, but she was, we were close when my husband and I first started dating Mm. like four and a half years ago too. So she's like, she was like familiar with like us Mm. and our, um, our relationship. And because we did like a joint batch kind of as well or we just like went to the same location we weren't together the whole time but we were at the same place she grew up with (laughs) like most of his groomsmen and was like close with a couple of them too Mm -hmm. so it just like made the most sense for her to be that person Mm -hmm. to help coordinate and organize and like kind of like be the glue Mm -hmm. among everyone yeah that makes sense yep um who would who would you choose or how how would you choose your maid of honor (laughs) i think for me i like and would you do like one or two I think I would do one, mm-hmm. although I'm like open to two, but I think I would do one. And I think for me, I would just choose like who like my best friend is. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't, I guess I don't look at it more like, oh, like who can like, cause I feel like my best friends, first of all, they don't like live in the same state. But you have a best friend. So I do have a best friend. So like, it's like different. Yeah. I like I feel like when you have a best, a clear best friend or a friendship where that has already been established, yeah. then there's like the, that. the other factors don't matter because you have a best friend. Does that yeah. make sense? That's true. But if if you didn't see any one person as a best friend, then you would have to go through other That's true. other logical okay. factors. That makes sense. So in yeah. my case, I guess it's just like the generic. Yeah. It's my best friend. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> that wraps that up. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. In the absence of it, though, I guess, because I feel like there's probably some people who relate to both of us. Yeah. Where they either have a clear choice or like a sister. Yeah. Or they don't have a clear choice sister, and they yeah. have to figure it out. And yeah. I guess like my personal view of two is like, go for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As long as you have at least four people, you can ask two of them to be your maid of honor. Oh, yeah. And also, I will caveat that, like, again, sometimes, like, I don't know, we've both been in, like, bridal parties where either the maid of honor does it all or, like... Oh, yeah. Or, like, everyone kind of contributes equally Mm -hmm. to, like, planning the bridal shower or a batch or, like, whatever it is. Like, just because someone's a maid of honor, like, outside of, like, them giving a speech, per se, it's not like everything has to fall on them. Like, you can a thousand percent leverage everyone in the bridal party to do different things. Like, yeah, I actually feel very strongly about that. I don't think the maid of honor should be doing everything. I mean, sometimes it just works out that way. Yeah. And, again, depending on the friendship of the maid of honor and the bride, too. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they could just want to. They might just, like take yeah. ownership of it. It might just be easier for them to do it all. Cause like they're constantly talking to the bride and they know exactly what the bride wants. Yeah. It just depends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I think for me, I just personally think that's like a lot of work to put yeah. on one person. Yeah. So like I, like if I got married, for example, like I would want to leverage all my bridesmaids and right. not just like put it on one person. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's like your personal preference, right? Mm-hmm. And what that person wants to yeah. like, if they want to do it, then you know, like more <laughs> power to you. Yeah. So moving on to the next question slash topic, 
Um, let's talk about money. Uh, this can be a touchy subject. And as we all know, mm-hmm. weddings are very expensive. Attending a wedding itself can be very expensive, uh, let alone being at a wedding party. And especially like if you're in, if you're a bridesmaid. <laughs> yeah. I feel like being a bridesmaid especially can be very expensive. You have like a potential shower, a bachelorette. You have like your dress and your hair and shoes, makeup. hair and makeup. You have to like t- pay for tailoring, like mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, all of that can definitely add up. Um, and so, yeah, Minnie, do you have any thoughts on like, <laughs> do you have any thoughts on just like, I guess like who pays for what or just like your experiences of like financial burden during like mm-hmm. being as a bridesmaid, just like, I don't know, your like overall thoughts on that. Um, yeah, I think, so I think one thing is like, when you're a bridesmaid, I don't like when I was first a bridesmaid, I don't think you realize like how many things go into being a bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, holy crap, it costs a lot. Like for example, for people who's never been a bridesmaid before, hair and makeup costs a lot of money, but like, I don't know how much that costs. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think as a bride you would know, or I'm just thinking like range wise, like mm-hmm. I had no idea that it costs like a hundred dollars plus to do like makeup mm-hmm. and then a hundred dollars to do hair. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's something that you don't normally get done or at mm-hmm. least I never got done. So I think, just being a bridesmaid, being aware of the costs. And I think just like having that communication, like if you were the bride to communicate with your bridesmaid, like, Hey, this is like, what's the expectations of Mm -hmm. being in my bridal party. And like, Mm -hmm. this is like what I'm going to be paying for. This is what you have to be paying for. And then like, I guess laying it out all there and then letting the bridesmaid decide like, Oh, is this something that I actually can be a part of? Right. So I think for me personally, like if I was a bride and like, I knew that one of my bridesmaids, for example, were, either unemployed or maybe like in school or something Mm -hmm. like that. I feel like I would ask that person with a caveat of like, Hey, this is going to be expensive. Mm -hmm. So like, I totally understand if you don't want to be a bridesmaid, just or if there are like certain parts that they, they're going to pass on. Yeah. Yeah. Which is totally fine. Yeah. Cause like you said, the bridal shower, like you, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I guess I can run down like who pays for what. Right. But I think it depends on like the bride, but like bridesmaid dress, who pays for that? Mm -hmm. That's generally the bridesmaid who pays for that. Um, hair and makeup, depends mm-hmm. bride or like the bridesmaid. Some people give bridesmaids dresses too. Yeah. It just, it it just like really depends. Yeah. But I, I would say like overall, like the general, I guess like consensus is like you pay for the bridesmaid dress, the hair and makeup, mm-hmm. the shoes, um, tailoring, you cover the bridal shower, but in some instances, Who's the mom you? might play. You mean the bride or the bridesmaid? The bridesmaid. Oh, I see. Yeah. Gotcha. But then sometimes family, like the, the family might it. cover yeah. it, but it really depends. And then the bachelorette, Generally, the bridal party will like pay for that Mm -hmm. or the people who are attending and then they'll pay for the bride depending Mm -hmm. on what they want to pay for. So and then I guess one more thing that I would add is I think it's really important to know that when you ask someone to be your bridesmaid, like that's not something that you should be taking for granted Mm -hmm. or expecting like, oh, you know, like because my friend is my bridal party, like they should be doing this for me just Mm -hmm. because like that's the expectation Mm -hmm. or like what you want as a bride. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's important to know that like if someone makes like X amount of money, like they have like, or like they make a lot of money versus making a little bit of money. Like you would expect more from that person who makes, Mm -hmm. has a higher income versus Mm -hmm. like a lower income. And I feel like it's really important to acknowledge like at the end of the day, it's like, it's a blessing to like have your friends shower you. Mm -hmm. And like, that's like their personal choice. And the same way it's like a blessing to be in someone's battle party, you know? Mm -hmm. But like, I just feel like both ways, like there shouldn't be anything taken for granted and there should be like, yeah. And just not take, yeah. Just not expect someone to contribute. Yeah. Because a certain amount of money because yeah, because they're either in, you know, 
they're being yeah. they are a bridesmaid or because you, you you know how much money they make. Yeah. Like it shouldn't be contingent on mm-hmm. certain factors, like a baseline, just like yeah. expectation. Like, or, oh, this should have been nicer because like my mm-hmm. bridesmaid are all loaded or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, I that's like an saying. extreme example, yeah. but like, I feel like it's just important, like, especially with money, I feel like nothing should be like taken for granted and yeah. you should just like be appreciative. Do you think that yeah. translates to like effort as well? Um, no, because I feel like... Do you think effort can be expected or that's also... I feel like effort in ratio to potentially someone's like busyness. What's your opinion on that? Oh, that's a good question. Because a lot of things... Mm. Obviously, money is like what's touchy and what's... A lot of things that people want to do or a lot of choices have a dollar mm-hmm. sign attached to that yeah. preference or, you know, et cetera, mm-hmm. activity, whatever, whatever it is. But like effort is also... Yeah. a resource that someone can that contribute. Is, that is very it's true. It's not just yeah. like financial contribution. Yeah. What's your view on that? I think like your effort level should be, I think going into, I feel like if you agree to be someone's bridesmaid, <laughs> you should already have like a baseline expectation for yourself of like, oh, this is how much time I'm going to be dedicating mm-hmm. to this person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you cannot like, let's say like, I don't know, you're in grad school or like, you're really busy with something. I honestly feel like maybe like, it's not right for you to be a bridesmaid mm. or I would make that clear to the bride. Like, mm. Hey, like I can't show up for you the yeah. way I want to because of X, Y, and right. Z. Right. Because I honestly think like as a bridesmaid, there should be an expectation of you being there for like mm. X, Y, and mm-hmm. Z. Um, and this has nothing to do with money, like, mm-hmm. but just no. like helping out and yeah. like wanting to be a planning. part of it. Yeah. Planning. Physically like, being somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just showing up. And so yeah. like, if you can't do that, I really feel like you need to make that clear right. and like say it up front and then decide like what you guys both want to do. Yeah. Yeah. What do mm. you think? Yeah. I mean, money wise, again, that's super touchy. And like, I think regardless of, yeah, I think going into like my own wedding experience, yeah, I didn't base things necessarily. On, I mean, like I'm a pretty practical person at the end of the day. I didn't mm-hmm. base anything on, yeah, with the expectation of like, oh, just because they're my like bridesmaid, they should do X or just because they make, make X amount of money, like they should or shouldn't do X, Y, Z. I mm-hmm. think I went into it just like very clearly communicating my hopes for what that year would look like yeah. to my bridesmaids. Like, you know, like I created yeah. a PDF. No. <laughs> Teresa literally gave us a book. <laughs> She's like, this is what I'm asking of you. Yeah. And like, here's a chart with everything. Yeah. Which, no, no, it was great. Because, I really appreciated that. Because I understood that like with that, yeah, I like... Because I didn't want anything to be assumed. And I, I didn't mm-hmm. want anyone to f- maybe like have a question in their mind, but be afraid to ask me. Yeah. So I feel like I pushed so many times, especially in the beginning. I'm like, if you're uncomfortable, if you have a concern, if you have a question, like ask me. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I can't read anyone's mind either. Yeah. And I, can't, I don't know what people's like limits mm-hmm. are or capacities are. Because again, I don't want to assume that mm-hmm. you can or can't spend X amount or yeah. like sh- show up in X or Y way, but I can be honest about what I hope for, mm-hmm. right? Like acknowledging like, oh yeah, it is expensive. It yeah. is time consuming, but this is ideally what I would hope for, but mm-hmm. it's a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> just because I'm saying what I want doesn't mean it has to be that way just because I'm the bride, Yeah. you know? And I feel like that was like the attitude and tone I tried to set from the get-go. Yeah. And like, I tried to provide that like transparency and communication because mm-hmm. like, that's what I could control. And yeah. then from that point, like, I, yeah, just like opened up to each individual, bri- individual bridesmaids to have conversations with me about potential time constraints, mm-hmm. like money constraints, et cetera. Yeah. And I would just have those like individual conversations on their own. Yeah. And like, I think even for certain things, like I had like financial alternatives, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. like, <laughs> 
it was like, oh, if you if you can't make the batch, like, can you come for like one day? If not, it's okay if you can't come. Yeah. Or like, you know, like, it yeah, was just yeah, like yeah. it was very like, there's always a solution. We no, just yeah. have to have the conversation. Yeah. No, um, I totally agree. Yeah. And I feel in terms of like, I guess what I paid for, like I paid for half the hair makeup. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I had like gifts for my bridesmaids. Yeah. Um, that were like miscellaneous items. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to money, I like, again, yeah, like I just tried my best to be upfront yeah. about anything that would require money or mm-hmm. time from someone and also the timing of those costs too. Yeah. Cause I totally get like, it's not just about the total sum. It's like the timing of the costs mm-hmm. yeah. and when there might be an expectation to pay for it. Yeah. yeah. And I, Oh, and also I guess to know I didn't have a shower. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I just didn't think it was necessary. Um, yeah. I didn't see that adding too much value to my like wedding experience. Mm-hmm. I was really happy to just have a bachelorette and then to have like a wedding weekend and because of this destination felt kind of like a vacation anyway. Yeah. Um, but in that initial cost, I had included the venue and like estimated like housing and flight costs too. Yeah. Just so people had the full picture. Yeah. And like you'd rather like highball it and then, you know, than to like be like I want oh, to yeah, be conservative like, with the yeah. cost. Be surprised yes. by like, yeah. yeah. And then in terms of like the batch, like I paid first. I don't know. You would know 70%, 50%. Thing. I actually don't even know. I, I don't even know. Yeah. I, I don't remember. At least half. You right? paid. Yeah. I paid for at least half. Yeah. Cause I paid for like, you obviously for my your flight, flight and housing. Yeah. yeah. And then some miscellaneous like ta- like mm-hmm. transportation, et cetera. Yeah. So to wrap things up, um, I guess like aside from the obvious with like open communication and like transparency and like honesty, which we've already talked about a lot, what is like one specific thing as a bridesmaid that you would want most from your bride and that you would appreciate? Well, for me, <laughs> I think for me, I would want some sort of words of affirmation. Hmm. Yeah. So whether that be in a card or like in a conversation or something, I think I would just, I don't know. Well, because that's how I receive love. So mm-hmm. I think those mean a lot to me. And mm-hmm. that's something like very small that like literally you know, you could do really quickly. So yeah. Yeah. What about you? I guess, I don't know if it's similar to words of affirmation, but I think just like, um, like checking in on how I'm doing, like with wedding stuff, if that makes sense. Mm. That sounds very vague. Like, hmm, I feel like, um, wedding can be like wedding stuff can be like so busy as it is. And a lot of like to do's and lists, lists and planning and obviously you know like your bridesmaids are going to be very like involved in all of that um Mm -hmm. but I think just like having conversations that don't involve like the planning and the event itself but just more so like a check-in on like how are you feeling like how are things so like being a friend yeah outside of just being a bridesmaid and I feel like as a bride like there were points where I wasn't like necessary I was like processing a lot of things on my own Mm-hmm. but I wasn't necessarily like talking through it with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like, if it was something I wanted to talk about with a lot of people, like I would have initiated that. Yeah. Um, but I think just for like in the future, like when I'm a bridesmaids and like for like other bridesmaids out there, just like, yeah, just like checking in on your bride to see like how mm-hmm. she's feeling, you know, about mm-hmm. like things and like, because it's like a big transition and it's like a big mm-hmm. life event you know, okay. to like go through. So basically reminding that person that we're still friends beyond this like whole mm. bride situation. No. <laughs> All right. Don't know anything that you talked about then. <laughs> Wait, but you meant checking in like, sorry, not, not just like about checking in on stuff. the friendship. No, sorry. Not no, like not the friendship, but like, how are you doing outside of being? Oh yeah. 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 Like just being a normal friend. 
Yeah. And like, check. well, I mean, I guess being specific about checking in on your friend who is getting married about like where her headspace is at and how she's mm-hmm. feeling about everything about the wedding outside of like actions and like what's happening. But like, how are you, mm-hmm. how are you doing? How are you feeling? Oh, Not okay, just okay. like, what are you planning now? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. So like not so much like generic wedding questions, but more like how's that person doing beyond all that stuff that's already happening. Right. And it could be an extension of like, it could be an extension of like, oh, like, oh, I know that you and like X are doing like premarital counseling and like, how's that going? Like, has anything specific come up? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That is like sort of like a, oh, we are going through this right now, like action item, but then like, this is how I'm processing X, Y, Z. And that could lead to a conversation of like how Mm -hmm. I'm doing, but it could just be like a straight up check-in of like, yeah, like where's your headspace at? Like, how are you feeling about everything? Mm -hmm. Okay. In light of the wedding, in yeah. light of getting married soon, in light of like, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, I like, yeah, I feel like my bridesmaids did that through me, did that for me throughout in like some areas, but then like in other areas, like I definitely just kept a lot to myself too. Mm. Yeah. And, and it's you, like someone wouldn't know to ask, do you know what I'm saying? Like someone wouldn't know to ask. It's like, I didn't oh, fault, I, see what you're I didn't saying. fault anyone. I didn't fault like my bridesmaids slash like friends for not asking me certain things because yeah. like how would they know to mm-hmm. ask me and also for me like I didn't get to a point where I was like oh I need to talk about this so mm-hmm. I will otherwise I would have oh I see but now people okay. now like everyone can know mm-hmm. yeah that like maybe for like other brides out there you know like mm-hmm. they might be in a place where like they just want to be asked how's everything going yeah yeah okay that's a really good point I didn't I didn't think about that right yeah, yeah. there's no reason why you would yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good to know for the future <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode. We are back into the swing of things and we'll be posting again bi-weekly. Tune in in two weeks where we will be talking about a more serious topic, mental health. As always, Teresa and I are looking for new topics to discuss on the podcast. So if there is anything specific you want to hear about during season two, let us know on our Instagram. Our handle is Relatively Asian. We'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.